Welcome to Work is Good, a CSM podcast. My name is Landon Buto, and I host the show with my dad, Chris Buto, the owner and president at CSM. Today's episode is a conversation I had with Josh Clemens over at New Founding. And I had heard about New Founding, but didn't know a ton about what they were doing. And uh, Josh, Josh provided an opportunity to hear about um, his story and hear about uh, New Founding's story as well. And so uh, just to give you a, a brief summary of what New Founding is, New Founding essentially wants to provide a rallying point in business um, in various various avenues of business um, for conservative Christians to be able to live out um, their values, to live out their beliefs without being discriminated against for those beliefs. So I got to hear more about um, the specific opportunity that New Founding offers, and uh, Josh will fill you in on the rest. So please enjoy today's episode. All right, Josh, appreciate you joining me today and uh, looking forward to our conversation here. Thanks for joining. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, so we are here with Josh Clemens today um, at New Founding, and I'm going to let him just go ahead and take it away with an introduction to Josh, who you are, and um, you know a little bit of your career story and then specifically where you're working right now, what new founding is. Yeah, sounds great. Yeah, so I'm Joshua Clemens, um, working for a company called New Founding. And uh, New Founding itself um, is a, it's a startup. Uh, we describe ourselves as a venture studio, um, largely looking to connect Christians and conservatives who are uh, creating businesses, growing businesses, starting new businesses, um, looking for good talent. We're sort of the rally point, the connection between those folks who are looking to find each other um, and build new things. So uh, that's our our general mission. And then personally, I've been working on building out um, a business line of new founding, uh, which is our talent network. So I've been building that over the last uh, 16 weeks or so, um, growing it from concept now up to a, a marketplace of companies and talent. Um, that are getting connected and, and uh, plugged in with one another. So that's the that's the current uh, project, New Founding Talent Network. Uh, previous to that, I was working um, at a, a large uh, data software provider, um, doing uh, also product work, building software products, um, selling to enterprise organizations. Um, you know the big the big tech companies that that you would know, um, and. Through that process and through previous roles, I did um, a lot of different things. I did, um, you know, started off in some nice like character building sales work, doing you know the cold emails and the, yep. and the cold calls. Um, got a chance to do uh, marketing work, um, graphic design, UX, web development. Wow. Oh, okay. Yeah, all and over then, the place. Yeah, and then finally product work. So, yeah. So I've gotten to I've gotten to use every piece of the buffalo. Um, kind of on the SaaS uh, business, in the SaaS business space, and then now um, kind of spinning up new new projects and new founding. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Where is your, what what kind of gets you excited in all of that? Where Where's your passion in all of that? Mm-hmm. And maybe it's bringing all of it together just in, in operating businesses. Yeah, and no, I think that's it, is bringing it all together. I love the strategic aspect. Um, so I love I love understanding uh, what a market needs and what customer needs, like feeling out the product market fit and then bringing all the pieces together that need to happen to make that product a reality, which is, you know, not just the development, not just the marketing, not just the aesthetics and the design and the messaging, but 
um, all of those pieces combined. Yeah. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Um, I feel pretty similar. I don't feel, and, and part of that's because I don't know where, um, where, where I'm scaled right now. And so, you know, I kind of like doing a little bit of all of it and, and learning which direction is, is more interesting, but I do like bringing it all together into, you know, one strategic kind of mission and vision. Um, so I get that. That's great. So help me understand the difference between what you're working on with the talent network and how that's different from new founding. It might just be, I need a more specific and clear mm -hmm. picture of what both of them are. Yeah. 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 So the, the talent network is part of new founding. It's one of our business lines. Um, but yeah, I can, I can back up and tell you a little bit more about new founding um, as a company and a project. Uh, it was founded by uh, Nate Fisher and Matt Peterson, our two founders. Uh, Matt Peterson uh, was one of the co-founders of the American Mind um, and has, you know, uh, many uh, public appearances and, you know, he's on, he's on Glenn Beck and, uh, and uh, you know, speaking on political topics often and has founded publications. And then Nate Fisher um, is our other co-founder. He um, actually got his start in the real estate space. Um, okay. So he's he's got a real unique knack for looking at the macro and understanding what the big trends are and then going in and, and taking advantage of those. So, um, you know, I think one of the one of the books he said has had a big impact on him is Nassim Taleb's um, early corpus, you know, Black Swan. Uh, some of those of saying, what are the opportunities that have uh, a tangible, limited downside and a um, asymmetric upside? Hmm. Um, so in around 2010 was when um, Nate started looking at real estate and he saw that opportunity it was the, the bottom, you know, or near the bottom of the uh, of the recession. And uh, he and a partner um, raised money and then went and um, started purchasing distressed um, assets in Florida and Texas. Hmm. And, you know, as, as we all know, since then, those, you know, that, that, that was a very smart yep. uh, thing to be in. And so, That's great. Um, so he, he worked um, with that organization and eventually sold it um, and then has worked more in tech startups since then. Okay. Um, but that's, that's another, um, another, the trend that he's seen is just a, a decay of trust across um, not just the tech space, but um, but across the country of mm. trust in institutions and platforms and yeah. technology that we use is just going down, 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 down. Um, and there are two two big things, two opportunities. One um, to create more trusted systems and more trusted um, products uh, to replace yeah. the, the current ecosystem. And two. Um, for people who are conservatives and Christians, people who are, um, you know, maybe working in an environment where um, there's a lot of social activism, maybe in a big company, a lot of social activism, there are um, things being pushed that are like directly opposed to their um, values. And they're looking for different projects to work on with like-minded people. Um, there's also an opportunity to be the rally point for those folks um, and give them a, a way to connect um, with other people who are looking to build the same sort of things. Sure, sure. Yeah, so that, I, I guess that's 
that's where I'm a little unclear. What is the rallying point? What what are you bringing to actually bring those people together? You know, you have those people with that shared mission, that shared story. What 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 is that thing that brings them together? Yeah, good question. So um, one interesting aspect, I think this is something you guys are probably doing well um, with your project is media is now such a critical piece of doing anything. And so media has been our first step into creating that rally point because okay. you, need, you need visibility. Once you have visibility and you have um, eyeballs on a project and on what you're doing, then you can rally those people to go to go execute. So sure. um, so we have multiple publications that we started with in the early days as a commercial publication and a tech publication. OK. And then by advertising through those and through on Twitter and other places, now we've we've attracted people who are actually interested in building um, companies and projects um, that we that we help grow. So, for instance, um, because because we had established that reach, that media reach early, um, our founder Nate was able to go on Twitter and say, "Hey, I I want to start a new like based uh, a WeWork style." um project in dallas um, of you know conservative like-minded folks and because of the reach he got all sorts of people who messaged him back and said hey we're interested in doing this we'd like to be a part of it mm -hmm. uh, and now there's there's funding for it there's people who are looking to you know purchase buildings so all the pieces came together okay. um, because of that audience okay so you're primarily and correct me are you primarily serving businesses then yeah, so primarily businesses, I think, yeah, at this point, um, it's um, investors and founders would be one group. So investors who are looking for projects and, and founders who are looking to get funding for a new project, okay. we're connecting those people. Um, we're also connecting businesses and talent. Okay. Um, we've got um, a lot of businesses that we work with who are hiring and we're, we're sending them new talent and then and placing people for them. Okay. And then the third aspect is just uh, pre-existing businesses who need help with growth or they need um, uh, advising help, consulting. Um, we've got some of those businesses in our accelerator program and we're, we're helping grow them um, and, and expand their business. Okay. So kind of a consulting services and funding related services and yeah networking services kind of yeah. hodgepodge there okay yeah exactly okay and then where and then now where is your talent network fitting into that yeah so the talent network um was one of the first uh main pieces of that that we established back in november um and said hey we're helping it's something we had done a little bit organically before um right. of saying hey you know we're because of our position in the space, we're talking to a lot of companies and a lot of people, and those people and companies would come to us and say, hey, I'm looking for a good company to work for, or I'm looking for good people to hire. And so we were just we were just doing that um, organically, connecting those people and, and getting them jobs and hires. Because you ran with both both parties. Right, right. Just yeah. because of the just because we were in the in the weeds with those folks anyways. Um, and then we started in November, it was when we actually um, created an actual system for it and made it an actual business to say, you know, we can do this for a few people 
you know, one or two people a month if we're just doing it on the side. But if we make it an actual business, um, then we can do it for thousands of people. Mm. Gotcha. Okay. So it's, it, it's, help me put it in a box here. Is it more job board or social network or a it's combination? More- or yeah, I would call it. I would call it more on the social network side, but um, the label I would give it is placement, talent placement. Okay. Um, so a job board, a company comes in and they just they they rent space on a website, and they they pay the website a, a, a regular amount to just put it on the billboard, put their job posting up, and they see what they get. Um, we're a placement service, and so we we get paid um, on a commission basis when the company makes a good hire. So a company will come okay. to us and say, this is who we're looking for, and okay. we'll go through our network, our talent pool, and our extended network and say, okay, we know three people who would be a really good fit for this role. Mm-hmm. And so we'll then give them personal introductions to the company and say, so-and-so, this is so-and-so, I think you should talk because of this. Um, and then they'll interview those candidates, and then when they hire them, they'll pay a fee to new founding um, for that hire. Okay. So if I had say if I had a friend who was looking for a job, they would come to you and just get connected with you and be in your network. And then you would know when one opportunities pop up for them and then make the connection. Right. Right. Gotcha. Gotcha. Great. Cool. Well, um, one thing we talked about before is, you know, as part of what you guys are doing is you've seen several you've been involved in and seen um several recent startups probably with just just um i would guess prompted by by similar stories of you know wanting to be able to be in an environment that they can actually um, live out their values and and um not have to live out and support values that are not their own um what what have you seen what are some stories that have come up. What are some of the companies that you that you've seen, um, and, and some of those some of those recent startups? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, um, thinking about what has worked and what hasn't, um, and it's it's been fun to be part of New Founding because it is um, it is really just a, a a course in in how startups work and and what mm-hmm. works and what doesn't. Um, is One, there is there a range of like industries that come to come to you or is it anything and everything it's i mean we consider anything and everything it's yeah. primarily tech okay um yeah. primarily tech but also especially on the talent side we service um you know finance law media sure. um, and that's less obviously less of a startup um space those are established companies yeah. we're helping out um but in terms of lessons learned, I think one is uh, the power of media. We just touched on this a little bit, but the power of reach um, and the power of establishing um, an audience and having those people to go to. It's not just like having a following um, on something like Twitter is not just a um, it's not just a media platform. That is actual economic value. Hmm. Like. Building a following has economic value. We, you know, for instance, if you built an email list, you could actually sell that email list. There's there's real economic value there. Yeah. And that's the 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 media and your following is your leverage 
um, to actually execute on a on a concept. So, which is which is very much backwards from a traditional mindset where you'd say, I'm going to start a business, I'm going to get the product, I'm going to build the business, and then I'm going to spin up a marketing department and we're going to we're going to market the thing. Um, yeah. Whereas now you can really you can really in a lot of ways do the opposite. If you're able to, um, if you have reach, you can create a business that will serve that audience. You can create the audience first, you can create the customer first and then the product hmm. uh, served to them. So for instance, I saw a, um, a venture capital uh, fund actually, um, where it originally was a guy who had a YouTube channel and he had a YouTube channel about finance and about startups yeah, had a huge YouTube following, and because he had the following, he started to get deal flow of people sending him startup ideas, hmm. um, and then also investor flow of people wanting to invest in um, startups. So hmm. he then created his own fund um, and got investors, and then is hmm. investing in these startups. And so yeah. that's a that's a really interesting um, way to go go about it, which wouldn't have been the case you know, a hundred years ago that you could start a media, a media content machine and then have that turn into a capital allocation, venture capital firm. Right. Um, it would, it would normally be the other way around. Hmm. So, yeah, so, so media is one big piece. And then um, the other one that has struck me is just speed of execution. Uh, I think that is, and that's something that applies everywhere, but um, especially in the world of startups, that's just a free advantage that you have over everyone else. Yeah. Um, is there's nothing holding you back from going as fast as you possibly can. Uh, when I was working at uh, larger companies, um, there's a lot more process and, and those processes are good to have a stable, like long-term company. Sure. And grow. Um, but all the processes um, add a little bit of time. And right. so if you are someone who's operating in a larger company, um, you know, maybe you have to schedule a meeting with all three of these stakeholders and you got to schedule that meeting two weeks out. And that meeting two weeks out is to talk about something that's four weeks out. And, right. and maybe people don't respond right away. They respond in a day and all of those response times just stack and stack and stack um, to the point where you're you're on a committee that's planning things nine months away. Um, yeah. Versus as a startup, you have the chance to ideally be in the room with, you know, just a few other people and everything, all the communication can happen right away and can happen instantly. And, and mm. you can, you can launch something in days or weeks that would take months if you had slower communication and slower execution. Yeah. Yeah. It makes sense. And is there, I mean, is there a balance there that you've seen in terms of decision making and uh, planning? And obviously you hear, you know, the the catchphrase. Um, what is it? Good. Perfect is the enemy of of done or good. Or, uh, I'm butchering that. But yeah. um, where is there an in-between or is it just in, in that world in business, especially when you're when you're trying new things? Execution okay. is is the main um the, the the highest value valuable thing you can bring yeah yeah that's a good question i mean i think so there's a the saying you can't steer a parked car 
and that's yeah. I think that applies here too, where uh, once you're actually executing, then you you have uh, feedback and you can right. write based on that. Um, versus if you were just to sit in a dark room with your brain and and think it all the way out, it, it might yep. you might never actually get to the execution stage. Um, yep. So yeah, I mean, I would I would lean towards lean towards the execution on that. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. And one one quick question back to your you know comment about media. How what what of those where's the value there that you've seen? Is there a consistent um, trend of people having a real high quality like production value set up, and that's you know that they go heavily on that, or they're just Mr. Consistent, or you know what? What's a common value that you've seen between people that have um, built an audience successfully, especially mm -hmm. as a you know as a startup where you're not um, you, you you don't have a long uh, customer list that, mm -hmm. that you're just tracking. Yeah, I think two things. One, and this gets actually back to the execution question, is um, getting things out right away, getting things out as fast as you can, shipping things as, as, as you'd say in the software space um, has a huge impact. And I think for both, both, both for getting out content and media and just for making everyday decisions, if you actually stop and think about it, you know, you know what the right thing to do is 99% of the time. Right then, like you, if you get a message from a client or someone asks you a question, 99% of the time you already know what needs to happen to follow up on that thing. It might be uncomfortable or it might be a difficult decision and you might, it might make you feel better to take a day to think about it or to wait to respond. Um, but most of the time, you know what it's going to be. The vast majority of the time, you're not actually adding any value by, um, by waiting. Yeah. Uh, so that's one piece. I mean, so, sometimes it does, but but most of the time, um, it does not. So, uh, from the media perspective, being able to when you have content that you want to get out there, to ship it right away and just get it out, um, is important. And part of that is just is just getting over yourself as a person. Um, you know, if you're if you're posting under a personal account or right. um, even as a business. Um, and saying, hey, you know, I, I, it's more important that people see this than that every single thing be absolutely flawless. Um, and the the counterpart to that, I think the the ditch on the other side of the road, which um, you know, if you're familiar with all the the Gary V folks and and the whole the whole um, uh, you know hundred pieces of content a day mentality. Um, on the uh, that's that's the other ditch of saying yeah. I'm just, I'm just gonna spin it doesn't even matter what it is I'm gonna take a picture yeah. of my shoes I'm gonna take a picture of yeah you know, me drinking a glass of water at my desk and it's just content I'm throwing it out there um, and the missing piece there is uh, those those people are forgetting like to focus on what's good for my audience like what's good for sure. my customers and the people that are I'm you serving. bringing value yeah yeah you bringing value and yeah and i i i would say i uh i think there's probably a ditch on that side even with the the gary v true um ethic but i would say he focuses heavily on i think people miss that from him sometimes right. is you know he's just saying pump it out 
and right you're gonna have to put a ton of time in because um it needs to be valuable you uh, know but uh, i think it's it's very easy to look at his stuff and and we you know we've we've been there as a company i've mm-hmm. been there um looking at his stuff and saying okay i guess just whatever you know we just got to get stuff out there so yeah um and i think that's probably an area we we need to i need to address is um you know i I think in terms of content itself where we work at it but i'm not i don't have really an eye for the production value side of things and and the uh you know camera and and all, all the the details on that um, so that's probably an area I can improve value in. So that's that's a helpful reminder for sure. Yeah, yeah, I know. Um, I think of George Gilder has a line. Um, uh, he's got a book called Knowledge and Power, and uh, he's got a line in there where he's describing what true capitalism or what a good economy is like, um, and he describes it as a competition in giving. Mm. Which is, I think, a nice way to think about it, yeah. and, and helpful even to think about in terms of content is right. Um, always, always being focused on what you're giving uh, the audience with that piece. Of yeah, content. yeah. It's funny how a simple thing like that can frame it really well for you. Like even just as you're saying that, that's just kind of a reset for me. Of okay, it's pretty simple. You know, mm-hmm. are we are we giving and uh, are we providing value for people? Yeah. That's great. Well, I'll I'll let you wrap up. I you know our our um, our thesis, our title of the show is work is good, and uh, we just like to um, enjoy other people's stories and hearing about their work, and and the the idea there is not just the products from work, not just the money that comes in, not just you know, but the toil itself is good, um, and so in in, in closing. Is there something that comes to mind for you of, you know, where is the joy in your toil? How do you see that all all come together in kind of your daily in the weeds? Um, what what is what gives you joy in your work? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think I think that's that's a big part of it is what we just talked about is um, the fact that when we when we use our energy and we use our time to be um, going all day, giving to others, that's glorifying to God. Um, and uh, on a larger level, by building businesses, we're creating the entire um, community and ecosystem that um, that should exist. So that's that's part of it. Um, yeah. And I, and I think just, uh, you know, the ability to work hard every day and to go sun up to sun down, um, with a focus and a mission and and building um, based on that is what we were created for. It's what we're made for. And so um, uh, doing that is is the right thing to do and, and uh, gives you joy to do it. Yeah, awesome. Great, well, thanks, Josh. Uh, really enjoyed the conversation and appreciate your time, man. Yeah, appreciate it, Landon. Yeah, of course. Thanks for listening to Work Is Good. If you enjoyed it, Share it with someone else, leave a review, and listen next week.